pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny, episode 178. Today I'm going to chat with Dave Nash, aka 22 Plinksta, in a new format. What's up? <laughs> in a new format for returning guests where everyone answers the same questions about life. I am your host, Ava Flanell. Dave, you are officially my guinea pig. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, bear with me. I haven't done this format. I actually just looked at the show notes, so I don't even really know what I'm doing. But I figured who better to try it on than my good friend Dave, who I am actually going to see tomorrow. Which Isn't is, that wild? Yeah, but I have to laugh because before the show started, I'm like, yeah, I still got to pack my bags. And you're like, yeah, but it's not till Friday. No, dude, our flights are tomorrow. I felt you told me that. And I'm like, no, no, we fly out Friday and come home Sunday. You're like, no, Dave, we uh, we fly out tomorrow. Yeah. We come home Saturday. I'm just like, Ugh, I it's a good thing. Job. See, yeah. And it's a good thing I had you on the show. Otherwise, I would have showed up at the event. Yo, guys, anybody see Dave? And they'd be like, oh, I don't know. And then I'd text, yeah, where are you? And you'd be <sighs> like, I'm still in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I had one job, one job, read the email. Yeah, so, no kidding. Uh, I, uh, but that's all right. I'm glad I'm glad we jumped on this podcast because if not, I wouldn't have made it. Yeah, no kidding. I know. I'm pretty excited. For those who don't know where we're going, we're headed to the Gundy's that's taking place in Texas. We're flying into San Antonio, but it's taking place in some little town. I think it's called Uvalde, and it's yeah. two hours away. And mm-hmm. basically, we're going to the middle of nowhere where... There's just a bunch of people, lots of content creators going, and a lot of people that were nominated for the Gundies, which you were also nominated. I was. I didn't make top four. Did you make top four? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the top four. Oh, so, that's um, cool. Dang, I wish yeah. I could be as cool as you. Well, I, I don't know how in the world I made top four, <laughs> but I, I'm not going to win. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that. And, and to me, it's 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 not uh, literally... I. It's cool to be nominated for it and all, yeah. but at the same time, I'm going up against Jerry Mitchell. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, as best shooter, you know, no. I Like, I would love to shoot against Jerry. Jerry would beat me all day, every day on speed. You know, that, yeah. I, I wouldn't even come close. But, but accuracy, I think, I, I you think would I can him. hold my own on accuracy with yeah. him. I don't know if I could beat him, but I could hold my own. No, I think you could because I had him on the show, I think two shows ago, and he said that that's the one thing he has a hard time working on is accuracy, which, okay, yeah, sure. I really believe that. But I guess he felt like he had to say something that he was horrible at. <laughs> I think everybody knows their strengths and their weaknesses and speed is my weakness, but accuracy, I can hold my own pretty good with that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. That would be really cool. We still have to have a shoot off to see who has the best accuracy. Yes, we do. So I've seen your groups on Instagram and I'm not going to lie. I'm a little worried, but (laughs) I never see you shooting those groups because I'm thinking they're like at three feet away. Yeah. No, but. Joke's on you. I don't even shoot those groups. I just take a pen and I poke holes in the target. <laughs> and like, yeah, look at me. <laughs> That's so awesome. I'm going to have to remember how to do that. Yeah. So, you got to get the right pen. Smaller. Yeah, because I have to use something smaller. Oh, so yeah. I shoot 22s. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to have to get creative on this. Yeah, you do. I'll teach you all the tricks, though. It's great. <laughs> okay. <thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before we get into it, Smith & Wesson. If 
if you guys want to get an affordable and reliable AR-15, you should check out the MMP-15 Sport 2 from Smith & Wesson. It's a new model they released that gives you a really solid carbine without breaking the bank. It comes with a standard six-position stock and forend, an A2 front sight, and flip-up rear sights. You can also choose to upgrade the forend to Magpul M-Lock forend. Instead of an A2 front sight, you can also upgrade to an optic-ready version and even get it with a red dot from Crimson Trace. MSRP is 772 to about 815 It's a great buy for a quality AR. Check that out along with a bunch of other amazing stuff, and that is at smith-wesson.com. All right, here is the new format. I wanted to bring back a lot of guests that I've had on previously, and I know that a lot of things have changed the last three years that I've been interviewing guests, and that's another reason to bring them back just to see, hey, where are they now? If things change, what are they up to? But another, another, another reason to bring them back is to answer these 25 questions that I've come up with that I'm going to ask every guest moving forward so that the questions aren't going to be different. I asked my good friend Dave to be the first. Also, I think to date, you might still hold the record for longest podcast on my show. That's what I'm hoping. So uh, I hope this one won't be, what was the last one? Almost like two hours? Yeah, it was forever. Okay, Uh, bro, you're getting into my happy hour and... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like to talk, so... It's a good thing I have a YouTube channel, right? Yeah, no kidding. Talk on a YouTube channel, I'd be pretty boring. Yeah, I know. I don't even know why I have a YouTube channel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes I ask myself the same question. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The first question, and by the way, these aren't really gun related. These are more just, I don't know, life questions, words of wisdom, or just to get to know the person in front of the camera more. When was the last time that you tried something new? Uh, and we're not talking about food here, correct? It could be anything. Okay. Um, I was a collegiate athlete and, um, I've, I've always been in sports, baseball, softball, soccer, uh, basketball was my go-to sport in college. And, um, I, I lie, I love the outdoors and I love sports. And, uh, during quarantine, I guess about April, I picked up disc golf and I always made fun of those people playing disc golf. I'm like, that is like the weirdest sport ever because I don't <laughs> like to play real golf either. Yeah. Um, but there's only so much you can do as a broken 40 plus year old man. <laughs> and, you know, with bad joints, I'm like, and, and my cameraman's been playing for like five years. And so he was like, man, you need to try it. I was like, all right. So I tried it. Well, I picked it up and dude, I, I, I'm eat up with it. So that was something that I started new and I still play two or three times a week. So uh, yeah, that you, was the last time I tried something new. You kind of went all out with it too, because I'll check back in with you time to time. And yeah, I just transformed my entire property into this big disc golf. And oh, okay. Yeah, Someone I've, got carried I've got away. A tin basket. I've got a tin basket course on my place. Um, yeah. I played yesterday. Let me see. Was it yesterday? Yeah, I played yesterday. The day before, I played 46 holes of disc golf. Dang. So my body's a little sore, but, you know, it's a sport like anything else. You know, if you don't do it all the time with repetition, you lose it. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to lose it. I played in my first tournament in October. Out of 64 people, I finished third. Dang. So, yeah, it's one of those things that no matter what I do, no matter what I try, I want to be the best at it as I can possibly be. I don't care if it's ping pong. I don't care if it's darts. I don't care if it's pool or disc golf or basketball. 
I don't want to be the best, but I want to beat 80% of the people I play against. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like it. But to be the best, you've got to put in the best work and time. And I don't have time to do that. No, I hear you. But I'm the same way. I give it my all regardless of whatever I do. 100%. It's, It's definitely a good thing to have. Yep. Question number two, what was your first job? My first job, I cut grass uh, for a guy I went to church with. Uh, He, well, we manicured lawns. So you see those really pretty lawns with like a checkerboard pattern. Yeah. I did that for, see, I started with him at 13 and all the way uh, till I was 18. So um, yeah, I cut grass and stuff in the, in the summer and then, you know, rake leaves and hauled leaves in the wintertime with him. How did you learn how to do the checkerboard thing? Because this is sort of embarrassing, but I only figured out how to mow a lawn three years ago when I bought my house. (laughs) And I thought it was kind of like vacuuming the ground or the floor going back and forth. And my boyfriend at the time's, what are you doing? That's not how you mow the lawn. And then now I've gotten very good at it. I have the best (laughs) lawn in the neighborhood. But you figured there's got to be some trial and error before you can start making checkered marks in the grass. (laughs) Yes. So the the key is, is, of course, having the right grass. So if you have a bunch of weeds in there, like Bermuda and all that other mess, you're not going to do it. You know, you need a good fescue grass, cut it pretty high. And then basically what you do, you make two trips around the yard, blowing everything to the inside. And then you go to the longest part of the yard, whether it may be in the middle or on the side. And you make a perfect straight line. So you get your target, like it may be 50 feet. It may be, you know, 100 yards away from you. But you pick something and you go right to it. And then you just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And keeping that mower and the tires and everything, like as straight as you can possibly do it. Well, every week when you do it, you mow the same pattern. Uh So you're on the same tracks each and every time up and down for like a couple of weeks. And then once you get that pattern going on, you go diagonal to the other side of the yard and you start another pattern going that way. So after you do that, it looks like a checkerboard. Okay. Because also the grass, I was told that you have to change up the angle sometimes because then the grass gets used to the way that you cut it, the direction. That's true. Okay. So, but when you put a checkerboard pattern, you cut it all the same direction. Like Mm -hmm. you always do it like year round. So, because people want that checkerboard pattern. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, you learn something new. Yeah, no and, kidding. But for the record, I do not have a lawn at my house. I have a yard. So there's a difference between a lawn and a yard. Well, yeah, and you also have a disc golf course too. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my, mine's a yard, meaning I drive my truck through my yard, you know, because my, my yard's probably what I mow. I probably mow about five acres, four and a half, five acres every time I cut. But wow. I've got, you know, I got a commercial John Deere zero turn and I can knock that out in about an hour and a half. That sounds fun, actually. Yeah, actually, it is. I you mean, cut, I, cutting I kinda, grass going about fifteen miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Number three, what gets you excited about life? What gets me excited about life? Um, there's a lot of things that get me excited about life. Um, I guess probably the most important thing is, and this is kind of gun related, is not really, well, kind of like changing the mind of someone that was scared of guns mm-hmm. or hasn't shot and teaching them how to shoot and watch their love for the sport change. Like, you mm-hmm. know, when they first come to my house, they're like, oh, I, I can't shoot a gun. You know, I'm scared. And by the time they leave, you know, they're already calling me before they get out of my driveway. It's like, hey, I'm looking at this gun on the internet. Is it a good gun? You know, so on and so forth. So introducing new people to shooting and the shooting sport, that does something for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
What life lesson did you learn the hard way? What life lesson did I learn? Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I, we, we could, we could just talk for hours on this about different life lessons I've learned. <laughs> uh, but, but one that always sticks out in my mind, I was, um, I used to fish bass tournaments a lot and fishing tournaments. And, uh, we were, me and my buddy were running late and we're trying to get to the boat ramp because everybody leaves the boat ramp at a certain time, you know, it's a timed event. And so we get in there and we've got to get the boat in the water in real hurry. And so, and, uh, he, I'm in the boat and he's backing the truck down. I, I back him in the water. And, um, all of a sudden I hear him yell as I'm like pulling away. We got so excited. We forgot to put the plugs in the boat. Oh, and so the boat boy. was taking on water and stuff. And, and the guy beside me looked at me, he said, that wasn't a mistake. That's a life lesson. And that's always stuck with me. So that's one of those life lessons I made once and I hope I never make it again. No kidding. What did you do? Um, actually there's was a quick and easy way to do that. So like if it starts filling up, you start the boat up and mm-hmm. you just take off and go really fast and all the, the gravity will push all the water out. And then you get to the boat ramp <laughs> really, really quick and you put the plug in there and then you turn on the bilge pump and it pumps the rest of the water out. Huh. Okay. So, but we didn't sink totally, but it was taken on water pretty quick. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, unless the boat was still connected to your truck. Okay. Just right and pull it no, out. No, it was off. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very much off and I was probably a good hundred yards away from him when he noticed it. Wow. Dang. What really makes you angry? Stupid people. Yeah. Just in general. Like, especially like what makes me angry is when people speak on a subject or a matter, um, that they have no business speaking about. Mm-hmm. Not to get political or anything. It's just like, you know, when legislation tries to get passed on gun laws and they're calling them, you know, ghost guns and 50 round clips and you're wanting to ban something and change the lives of millions of people and push legislation on about something you don't even know anything about. Mm -hmm. So that makes me upset is when people speak on a matter that they have no business speaking about. So yeah, that's always just rubbed me the wrong way. And it, it's not necessarily about guns. It's it's about a lot of things. Yeah. It's like when people say Ford trucks are the best trucks on the road. And I know Toyota is like their <laughs> credibility just goes out the window at that, at that point with me. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. That is actually the one thing that just burns me out. I think the most in life is just dealing with stupid people. Yeah, it really does. It just, I guess that's the best way I could describe it is I just get so burnt out dealing yeah. with people because of just how many stupid people there are. And yeah, I've uh, got two, I've got two older sisters and I remember in the eighties growing up, my older sister had a shirt that said stupid people shouldn't breathe. And I think there's a lot of, a lot of uh, good yeah. at that. Now we've all done, st- we've all done stupid stuff. Oh you know? yeah. I've absolutely. done a lot of stupid stuff, but I don't try to make that my everyday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyday habit is doing something stupid. Yeah. Even though I end up doing something stupid every day. Yeah. But that's different. Yeah. <laughs> you I learned a lesson from it yes, those life lessons <laughs> exactly all right i'm going to take a quick break talk about sb tactical if you're a fan of the pdw style guns and you want to do something similar with an ar you need to check out the sb pdw from sb tactical It's a three-position adjustable brace the SB Tactical designed with maximum defense to give you the shortest collapse length possible while maintaining compatibility with a standard BCG and carbine buffer. The steel rods that extend the brace make it rock solid in any position with a quick push of the lever to adjust. 
The complete assembly includes a proprietary buffer tube. It's compatible with mil-spec lowers. Just add a standard buffer and spring and install it on your AR. If you check those out and all the other braces at SB Tactical, and if you buy something, don't forget to use the code GUNFUNNY15, and that gets you 15% off, and that is at sb-tactical.com. All right, have you ever sent a text or email to the wrong person? And I'm kind of laughing Never. because as I ask, I actually sent you the wrong text <laughs> earlier you today. You the wrong text, and I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, um, yeah, I, I, I did one, I guess, probably about four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent an invoice to a wrong company. I've actually done it that was, before. It, it was pretty embarrassing. I'm like, uh, just, but I had everything right. Mm-hmm. Um but I just, I put the wrong company's name. In. <laughs> so I was like, I had one job, just one job, Dave. So yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. Did you realize right after you hit sent or? No, no, they, they it, called me out on it. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to me too. Hey, but by the way, tell so-and-so over at that company that I said hi. And huh, okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> so it happens. But I'm surprised that that was four years ago because I feel like I make yeah, this now, mistake at now least I once a month. Quadruple check everything because I don't want to go through that again. Oh, yeah, I do this. I don't know. I think I do this way too often, but I'm all over the place. My mind's all over the place. Yep. I'm constantly too. juggling it. But then again, they say what men aren't as good at multitasking as women. So I shouldn't make the mistake once a month, whereas you made the mistake four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I specifically. Before I send emails and stuff now, I like, I, I make sure I, I like, I triple and quadruple check everything. Yeah. That's a good thing to do. What did yeah. you want to be when you were a kid? Ah, an astronaut. No. Um, I wanted to be a game warden. Well, actually, I need to back that up. When I was a kid? Yeah. Marine sniper. Huh. And then at what point when you decided game warden? Uh, probably my, um, probably my senior year. Interesting. So, and what made you yeah, want to do that? Um, I've always had a love for the outdoors and wildlife. So even though I'm a hunter, I'm a conservationist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just something my dad was retired law enforcement and military. And so it was kind of like, hey, I can get I can do a job that requires me to be outdoors and still work with wildlife. And so that's what I wanted to do. But eh, I got tall and good at basketball. I went to college and dropped out of college a little early and Got married, and so that dream never came true. But I'm glad it kind of didn't work out because I pretty much like what I do now. Yeah, definitely. I didn't realize that you played basketball in college. Is that something that you got a scholarship for? No, this I went to. I had scholarships, uh, but the the college I ended up going to did not offer uh, athletic scholarships at the time. They do now. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had two other scholarships from bigger schools, but I didn't want to leave home. So I stayed, stay close to home, went to school. Mm, okay. Just, you, you want to know the reason why I didn't want to leave home? Why? Because of a girl? It, no, 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 no. Right, I mean, you never all know. My hunt, all, my, all my hunting and fishing property was right here. I didn't want to, <laughs> <laughs> I did, I didn't want to give it up. Oh, so That's a pretty good reason. I wanted yeah, to if get. you're like five hours from home, you can't do that. You know, you can't just come home from school and yeah. go, to the, go to the tree stand. That's true. Yeah. I wanted to get as far away as possible for some reason. I'm going to go to the big city and I'm never going to look back. And now I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've never been a city person. Can't do that. Yeah. Well, there they say hunting and shooting. 
with the heavy yeah, the G. People don't know how to talk. So if you're hunting, <laughs> fishing, shooting, camping, we drop our G's. So we do not pronounce our G's at all in the South. Well, and if, but if somebody does pronounce their G's, you ask them where they're from. Yeah, I could see that. So it's all that. good though. Yeah. Well, one of these days you're going to take me shooting and I'm going to shoot. shoot. A... <laughs> I can't now, even now do you, it. Now, now you're talking like you're from Canada. Eh? <laughs> I know. I can't do it. <laughs> Describe your perfect day. Oh, perfect day. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Perfect day would be middle of March in it was southern... snowy. What? So the weather's cold. Uh, in Florida. Okay. Southern Florida. Okay. Middle of March, opening morning of Osceola turkey season. And I am sitting at the base of a tree and I hear a turkey gobble. <laughs> and as the sun is coming up and the birds are waking up, I call the bird in on a line, kill the bird, go home, clean the bird. Well, don't go home because I don't live in Florida. Clean the bird, change clothes, get on a bass boat and bass fish all day in Florida. That would be my perfect day. I like it. Sounds like a pretty good day. It's an awesome day. I've done it several times. I'm going to be doing it here in about two months. <laughs> Granted, like I said before, I've never gone hunting, but I have gone fishing. I'm actually pretty good at it. As really? long, Yeah, as long as I don't bait my own hook and take the fish off the hook. But I use artificial, so there, there won't be any baiting. So you just use plastic lures and stuff like that. But if we ever go fishing together, I'll take the fish off the hook for you. Okay, yeah, that's the only thing because it's flopping around. But I do a really good job wiggling that pole, trying to get that fish. And I always get the biggest <laughs> fish. <laughs> But well, I always, I always thought that was really cool, especially because in Florida, the oceans, that's the only fishing that I really have done. And I've done it in Florida as well as New York, but I love it because you never know what you're going to catch, which I sound that's like Forrest Gump now, but it's just, that, that's true. You can catch I, a I big old thing offshore. of seaweed, a jellyfish, a sea robin, flounder. It's so weird. Yeah. I, All I the love things offshore fishing. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. That sounds like a good day. What's more? Uh, it's, it'd be the best. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What's more important when shooting accurately? Side alignment, trigger pull, or grip? Hmm. Oh, I would say. Tough. I would say trigger pull, but there was one thing that you did not mention, and there's I think is probably one of the most important. What is that? Timing. What is it? Timing. Okay. So the reason why I say it, and it goes all along with trigger pull. Um, but I can't hold a pistol completely still. Nobody can. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there has to be a timing aspect for when your sight goes over that target in a figure eight or however you do it. You have to know when that trigger is going to break. So it's timing. So it's not that I can hold perfectly still because nobody can do that. To a, Some people are better than other people at it, but it's knowing when that trigger is going to break and when that sight floats over the aspirin you're shooting or playing card or whatever have you. Mm -hmm. So I think timing and trigger control are, are two of the best. I like it. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But of course, you're the expert. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. <laughs> you're nominated and I'm over here. Hey, at least they invited me to the Gundies. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to go tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right? You better yeah. pack your bags. <laughs> Dude, I've got so much stuff to do now. I've got to edit a video now. And I, oh man, I've got Oh, but I'm glad yeah. we had this conversation. Yeah. No kidding. Otherwise, you would have had a lot of time to edit all that stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes.
Uh, all right. If you could eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pizza. Pizza. I like it. Pizza. I'm a pizza connoisseur. I can eat pizza five days a week and not get tired of it, as long yeah. as it's not the same pizza. Yeah. What's your go-to pizza? I either like a Supreme or like a Big Kahuna. Like a, um, a Big Kahuna around here is like, it's got um, It's got pineapple, ham, huh? Pineapple, yes. So you? it's got ham, pineapple, bacon. Uh, I just, oh, man. Some people think like pineapple on pizza. Oh, I love pineapple on pizza, but there's so many Uh, people that relationships will be ruined over that. Yes. Yes. Pineapple on pizza. Man, Mm, it's magically delicious. I want some pizza right now. Dude, I've got some (laughs) hankering for some pizza right now. I would go get a pizza, but I've got to pack my bag. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right. I'm going to take a quick break. Talk about IWI real quick. If you're a fan of classic hammered pistols, especially the CZ-75 short recoil system, you need to check out the Jericho 941 from IWI. The Jericho 941 is available in a full-size or mid-size with an all-still frame and has been popular in the U.S. for its accuracy and reliability since it was introduced in 1990. While not as light for carry purposes, the extra weight from the steel frame gives you some extra recoil absorption, so that's a great benefit to consider. Like the CZ-75, there is an external hammer to carry it in condition one, cocked and locked, single action or hammered down double action. They come with two 16-round magazines or a 10-round if you're in a restricted state. MSRP on those is $655, which is a great price for a pistol that has such a great record for accuracy and reliability. Head on over to IWI.us, check that gun out, as well as any accessories that you see that you want to buy, additional magazines some swag. Don't forget to use the code GUNFUNNY15 and that gets you 15% off. What is the craziest thing that you've done in the name of love? Probably get married. No, No, uh, I don't know. I drove halfway across the country one time for somebody. So I don't know. That's pretty crazy because I'm not one for road trips and I road tripped from here to California making multiple stops and I was, I'm so over it. If it's more than, I don't know, three or four hours, I'm not, I'd rather fly. <laughs> yep. I, I agree. Yeah. It, I've got like an eight hour threshold. If it's farther than eight hours, I, w- I want to fly. Yeah. The only thing that is kind of nice about driving though, is at least you don't have to rely on the airlines because especially yeah. now I've had so just in the last couple of flights that I've taken, I've had such bad luck with airlines. I was stranded at the DFW airport for like seven hours. And I don't even think I told my listeners this, but this just happened a few weeks ago. And that's because I guess somebody in the air traffic control room tested positive for COVID. So they had to clear everyone out and completely sanitize the area. And so everyone's flight got canceled. And there was people freaking out, fights breaking out. It was really insane. And I ended up making a friend with this girl who happened to turn 21 that day. All right, come on. Let's go to the bar. I'll buy you dinner and a drink. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. I met a friend out of it, but that was, yeah, I hate airports, especially around this time, around the holidays. It just sucks. Yep. I agree. 100%. Yeah. What would you do differently if you knew somebody wouldn't judge you? Mm, I would probably sing in my videos. Are you a pretty good singer? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a bad singer. Well, now you have to sing because I... No, 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 no. 
I'll, I'll sing tomorrow for you. So, um, <laughs> but what about I, I, the I'm listeners? Not, they want to know. No, no. Well, maybe maybe they'll <laughs> see it in a video one day, um, or hear it in a video. They wouldn't. But I like to sing. I, I love music. I mm-hmm. love music. I, all kinds of music. I don't care if it's from you know 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. You know, I don't like a lot of the new stuff, but mm-hmm. I, I'm all the time listening to music and singing, and I, I just I love music. Yeah, I do too. But okay, so one thing my mom used to always say, because I used to sing in the car when we were younger, and my mom would be driving. She's, who sings this song? Uh, I don't know. I think Britney Spears. And she's, yeah, not you. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And not to say she came up with that joke, but I just remember her always saying that. That's probably why I don't really sing in the car as much anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I sing in a quartet in, in the choir and an ensemble in high school. I'm not a good singer but I can carry a tune, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I did choir as well in high school and in college. Oh, cool. Yeah, that does mean I can sing. You and Brittany? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) One of us just made a career out of it. The other, I just decided guns were way more important, so. Hey, you're happier than she is, I promise. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know, man. What is going on with Brittany lately? I don't know. Have you checked? I I don't follow her on Instagram, but every now and then in the Patreon group, somebody's dude, has anybody seen Britney's Instagram? And so if I have nothing better to do, I'll go over there. And man, she looks like she's been through the ringer. She just, she looks like she lost her mind. And I can't help but just feel so bad because I think showbiz just got the best of her. Yeah. And it does that. Some people can't handle fame and fortune. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sad, actually. Do you collect anything? Um, I used to collect baseball cards when I was younger, but I hadn't collected those in years. I collect guns. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's funny you mentioned that. I, I made a, uh, Instagram post, I guess about a week or two ago that in my gun room, I've got a gun cabinet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got safes, but this is a cabinet. It's, it's mostly for looks, but I've got little trinkets that I have picked up all over the United States. So every time I go, I either pick up a piece of flint, a rock, uh, arrowheads. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I've got, I've got, um, I've got shrapnel from different like uh, Civil War sites I've picked up out of state. I've <laughs> got um, Indian pottery. I've, I've got bullets that I've retrieved out of animals that I've shot. I've got rattlesnake rattles. You know, I just got all kinds of stuff. I got porcupine quills. Um, and so yeah, I try to take. I, I've even got a piece of barbed wire from South Dakota that I found. That I just kept, you know, like three inch piece of barbed wire. But every time I look at it, I'm like, I picked that up in South Dakota. Yeah, it's kind of little trinkets and little keepsakes that I see and when I'm out that I just pick up. So, hmm. but yeah, that's pretty much the only thing that I collect. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And do you, looking at every piece, do you remember exactly where? Yes. Okay. Every single piece. Because I would imagine you collect enough bullets. You're like, I don't know. I might have hit a... Uh... <laughs> I might have taken out a turkey with this one or a boar. I'm not really sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you need to hang out more with me because your southern accent really needs some work. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, right. before the show started, I was, let's plan a hunting trip. We would make a great YouTube video. You take me on my first hunting trip. And then you can keep all the meat that I kill. And you can also clean it and skin it and all that stuff. I'll shoot it. It'll be great. And yeah, I think, I think <laughs> yeah. We, we need to make that happen. Yeah, so, we should. I can't even wrap my, yeah, it'll be, it'll be entertaining to say the least. 
I don't have to be totally girly. I could show up. I could bring some wet wipes with me. It's not like I have to. Is that how hunting works? It's usually just a day, right? Or are we like... Well, you know, I'm going on a five-day trip, but, you know, you're you're eating good. You're at a lodge, and then, you know, during the day, you're hunting. So, and then you come back to the lodge, and you hang out. And you have a hot shower and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I can yeah, do that. Sometimes, you know, sometimes I stay in tents. It depends where I'm going um, and, and what I'm doing. But most of the time, 90% of the time, I'm not I'm not roughing it. I'm, I'm staying somewhere nice in a nice, comfortable bed. Okay, yeah, as long as I don't have to rough it. But I can see it now. Shh, can you just stop talking? You're scaring the animals away. And I'm like, so have you ever thought about... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> What's the meaning of lies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Okay. <laughs> If money wasn't an issue, what would you love to do for work other than what you're doing now? Oh, probably, probably game warden. Um, that would probably be that, or um, I don't know, doing some. This this is this is going to sound very, I guess, pompous is maybe the word I'm looking for. Like, do some kind of volunteer work, help kids or help people in need, um, mm-hmm. homeless, whatever. Money wasn't an issue. I'm a people pleaser. Okay. I want to. I want to make people happy. Yeah. So it'd be something along those lines. Okay. And then, when you're 80 years old, what will matter to you the most? Uh, 80 years old, what will matter the most? My character. When, like, yeah, I guess when looks and everything fades, right? <laughs> yeah, my character. So that's. Uh, I want to be able to look myself in the mirror at 80 years old and said, "I did everything I could do to be a good man." Yeah. I like it. Okay. All right. Going to take a quick break. Manicore Arms. If you haven't checked it out, the Scorpion Evo is one of the funnest guns to work on and accessorize. Manicore Arms has you covered in that department. They have the extended charging handles or my favorite, the switchback charging handle. Also, the enhanced ambi safety levers are essential as the factory ones rub uncomfortably on your index finger with recoil. That was the first thing I realized when I picked up a Scorpion Evo. Several options for M-Lock forens with or without carry handles gives you a rock solid mounting for all your accessories. And if you like a compact overall package, the slider stocks are a great option to consider. If you really want to go all out, go for the bullpup kit. Tons of options to personalize your Evo. If you find something that you like, don't forget to use the code GUNFUNNY15 and that gets you 15% off. And that is at manicorearms.com. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you are? 14. Do 14 year olds have knee issues? And no, no but, but I've got I, I, my, my cameraman jokes with me all the time. He said, dude, you are a 14 year old trapped in a 40 year old man's body. <laughs> He said, he said, you just, you just act like a kid. Mm-hmm. So I, I just like to have fun. I don't take things uh, too seriously most of the time. Yeah. Um, life's too short to do that. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So probably a 14 year old kid. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> No, I like it. What is your favorite thing about your career? Oh, the people that I get to meet in the traveling. Yeah. Um, and that kind of goes hand in hand because when I travel, I get to meet some of the most amazing people all over this country. And, you know, I form uh, you know, a bond and a friendship with them. And, mm-hmm. you know, after you visit them a few more times, it's like you've known them your whole entire life. So mm-hmm. yeah, that would probably be the traveling and the friendships. Yeah. 
You know, I was even thinking the other day, I have these friendships that I've never even met the person in real life, but yet you talk to them often. And it's because you met them along the way in your career. I don't know if you also have that, but it's so weird that you could be such good friends with somebody that you never met in person. Yeah, it's so weird. I do it all the time, you know, especially in this industry. You know, you speak to an individual so many times on the phone Mm -hmm. and then you finally get to meet them and you felt like you've already known them forever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so weird. Yeah, definitely. What is your biggest complaint about your job? My biggest complaint about my job is, oh, man. It's not really a complaint. Well, one thing, it's not the biggest complaint, but one thing that I don't necessarily like is not really the haters, mm-hmm. but it maybe maybe jealous people because it's, it's just, you know, just because you're doing something that you love to do and you get paid to do something you love to do, you automatically have to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that shouldn't be it. You know, you're supposed to be happy for people that's following their dreams and doing what they love, but but to some people, they're just jealous. And, yeah. you know, I, 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 I'm not saying that to be cocky or arrogant or anything like that, because I do have an amazing job. But um, it's just, you know, that's just bitterness. Mm-hmm. And that's I, I can't stand bitterness at all. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if somebody's doing something, they're successful at it. And, you know, there's a lot of other people, a whole lot of other people that are more successful in, you know, doing in the same line of work. Man, I'm happy for them. I'm mm-hmm. not jealous. I'm not, you know, you know. The world would be a lot better place if people learn to support people instead of put them down. <laughs> Absolutely. I completely agree. Would you say you're an introvert or an extrovert? Extrovert. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, if, if I'm in the room, people's going to know it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go and talk to everyone. <laughs> I was in customer service for 18 years of my old job. So one of my favorite things to do is talk to eight to 10 different people a day you know, going to their house. I love people. I just love people. I love talking to people. I love hanging out with people. I love to get to know people. I just love people. Hmm. I like it. What does the American dream mean to you? Uh, American dream, work hard, be successful, leave a legacy. I like it. All right. Primary arms. Every time I look at Primary Arms site, I'm amazed at how many different optics they have to choose from, from small micro dots to large high magnification precision optics, everything in between. And each one is priced extremely well for the features that you're getting. For example, the SLX 5x36 Gen 3 Prism Scope is a great option if you want a compact scope for an AR with capability for extended range. It comes with the ACSS Aurora reticle, which is etched, so you don't need to turn on illumination. But the chevron at the center illuminates if you want as well. It holds points, including windage dots out to 800 meters. Like all the ACSS reticles, it's designed for effectiveness without being overwhelmingly busy. They're an incredible versatile scope for only $329.99. But don't forget, if you use the code AVA, you'll get a free mount with every primary optic that you buy. And that is at primaryarms.com. All right, back to questions. Do you prefer to be respected or liked when it comes to work? When it comes to work, respected. And the reason why I say that, mm-hmm. I could do a lot of stuff on the internet to be liked. Mm-hmm. 
And there's a lot of channels that do it and they have really big channels. And again, not taking anything away from them. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that to be jealous or anything like that, but I want to be respected on, you know, in my line of work about having the knowledge of things that I have the knowledge about mm -hmm. not, you know, and if you could get both of me, if you can get be respected and liked, you know, um, you know, you've got something, but at the end of the day, I want to be respected. I want to be taken seriously. And, you know, I can still have fun doing that, but yeah. respected. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Do you prefer to be respected or loved in a relationship? That's a hard one because they kind of go hand in hand, but they don't. Exactly. I know. You know who actually asked me this question was Colin Noir. Really? Yeah. We had a conversation about it and he's, well, do you, I was talking about my ex-boyfriend. He's, well, do you love or respect him? And I was just kind of stumped for a second. Yeah, that's because, a hard one. Yeah, it really is. It kind of makes you think. Because you can respect someone without loving them, but you can love someone without respecting them. Yeah. So, wow. Hmm. I think love. Yeah. Love conquers all. Yeah. I think you're right, too. That's what I said. Because if, if someone loves you, they're going to respect you. That's if what you they, would think, but yeah, but if but if they don't truly love you, they won't respect you. They go yeah. hand in hand. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I don't know. It's uh, definitely one of those things you kind of think about. He's all the time asking questions and saying stuff like that to make me think. Man, I've got the no, I ain't got time for that. I just want to shoot guns, right? I don't want to <laughs> get into the, the deep thoughts of Colianor. <laughs> I know, I know. And no matter what you say, you can't win with him because he's. Well, I can see that, but I disagree. But I disagree. Yeah. That's his favorite thing to say. And you're like, all right, cool. You disagree. Well, I'm going to go and go on with my life now, but <laughs> you keep disagreeing. <laughs> yeah. That, and that's fine for you to disagree. So we can just agree to disagree. Exactly. Would you say that you own your things or do your things own you? I own my things. Things don't matter to me. Nothing that I have means that much to me that I can't let it go. Mm -hmm. things are just things it, and it used to be different it used to be much different in my life um, I, I allowed I would work two or three jobs to get this and get that and get this and I look back now and I'm like that's not the most important thing in life at all yeah <laughs> so uh, happiness is extremely important and you know if you're all the time trying to achieve things you'll never be happy yeah I agree yeah and the more you accumulate the more responsibilities you have and even earlier today, I was working on my plants, which I shouldn't be. I spent all day yesterday. My lower back hurts because I was repotting plants. You know, I love my plants, but I'm really pretty sure they own me and I don't own them. <laughs> yeah. Everybody can have an idol in their life. So yeah, you, you got to be careful with that. Yeah, absolutely. Does social media depict your real life? Absolutely not. Oh my word, no. No, no, no. Um. That's why I don't do like vlogs because I, I want to keep like my personal life personal. Yeah. Um, that's why you won't see my family on my channel. That's why, you know, you don't see inside of my house on my channel. You don't, you don't see any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, you, there's only been like one or two videos that you've actually even seen my house. Mm -hmm. um, my personal life is my personal life. Um, you know, so that's why it doesn't, social media is not who I am. Mm -hmm. um, I am a goofball. You know, I, I like in real life. So it, it's kind of 
when the cameras come on, yeah, I'm still a goofball sometimes, but at the same time, it's like, I've got to kind of keep it professional a little bit, So, mm-hmm. but every once in a while I slip up, but no, it's not me. And for the most part, if people were honest, you know, social media, it's not that I'm fake, but at the same time, it's not, it's not me. It's not the, the personal side of me. It's mm-hmm. the business side of me, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that that's important for people to realize because I think a lot of people just naturally tend to compare their lives to other people. And a lot of times you're not seeing everything. You're just kind of seeing what they allow you to see, which is always usually going to be the good. And I think that as a result, people can be really hard on themselves because of that. And I like that, that you keep your personal life private. Even recently, my cousin tagged me on Instagram and I don't have a personal Instagram. My Instagram is work-related. It's for guns. And I tell them all the time, don't tag me because I don't want any stalkers that I have. I don't want them to have to deal with it. That's my family. Leave my family alone. What I choose to put out there, but... agree 100%. Yeah. 100%. And I don't look down upon people who do that. They put their family and stuff. That, that's that's the road they took. Yeah. Um, it's just me. It's, it's, just a, it's just a conviction that I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What advice would you give to me or a listener? Mm. has nothing to do with shooting but if i could give you or a listener any kind of tip make a difference in someone's life the positive be respectful be kind and go out of your way each and every day to put a smile on somebody's face i like it all right on that note it is time to wrap up so that wasn't that bad right no, I love talking here. Do you feel like I put the spotlight on you? All right, hold on. Let me take this light and move it and put it right <laughs> over your head. <laughs> no, I think it went well. I think it went well. <laughs> well, guys, I'm interested to see, for listeners, I'm interested to see your thoughts on this. If you want me to keep it up, I'm not going to do it every show, obviously. I'll still go back to the original format, but I just figured for every couple shows, throw in something a little bit more fun. Definitely want to hear you guys on your opinions. Go ahead and message me on social media or just go to gunfunny.com, fill out the contact us form. On that note, it's time for iTunes reviews. After this, I have no more iTunes reviews. If you guys haven't done so, please leave a review. It just helps for the show to be, I guess, more on the map as far as on iTunes and stuff like that. First review is JD589, always entertaining and informative five stars. Always my favorite listen of the week, thanks to the fun format and great information. I've bought a ton of products after hearing about them on the show. Highly interested in getting products from X2 Development after hearing so much awesome information from them. Also love the updates on the latest on 2A rights and of course, tickles. Second is Matt556, addictive, informative, and fun. Five stars. Beware, once you start listening to Gun Funny, you will be binge listening right away. It's a good thing though. You will be entertained as well as hear from great guests. Plus, you will stay informed on what's going on in the gun world and hear about cool new gear. And Tickles keeps everyone on their best behavior. All right, guys. So if you want to find me as well, social media, I don't know. Actually, Dave, have you noticed a decline in your social media numbers? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. I've been shadow banned. Did I make anybody mad? Because I looked at my Instagram and I'm down a few hundred follows. Same with Facebook. And I'm just like, wow, okay. They're obviously. 
uh, Instagram, it's been doing this for like six months. You know, I'll, I'll you know, I'll lose like 80 to 100 people today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just like, why? I didn't even post anything. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, it's so weird. But Facebook, it, I've been averaging like 500 a day on Facebook for like months now. So wow. the other, other day, it's got, I think it was the day before yesterday, I got 1,100 followers on Facebook one day. And I'm like, wow, what, what, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I was doing pretty well on Facebook for a while. I noticed for a while, I was just at a standstill. And then it started increasing. And now everything's decreasing. I don't even know what's going on. But it's so frustrating. Yeah. It's um, the algorithms. Yeah. Guys, if you want to follow Gun Funny on Instagram, it's Gun Funny Podcast or mine, Ava Flanell underscore. But yeah, definitely, you know, if nothing else, check out gunfunny.com. There's also calendars still for sale. In fact, you know what, Dave? Do you want one of my calendars? Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to sign it. I'm going to have Tickle sign it before I leave and I'm going to give it to you tomorrow or Friday whenever I see you. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. I expect you to be hanging it up. I don't want you to put it in your cabinet with your little trinkets. No, no, no. <laughs> I, 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 and I promise you, I, I will not shoot at it at all. Okay. That would range. be appreciated. I, <laughs> I, I shouldn't even have to say that, but no, it, it will not get shot. Well, maybe it would be justified if it didn't have one of those little thumbtack holes and you were like, hey, I had to put a hole through it. And so I shot, but it has the thumbtack hole. So we're good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> All right, guys. Also, if you want to support the show, consider becoming a Patreon. You get access to our Patreon-only Facebook group, which just a lot of great people in that group. We've definitely become more of a family. and We just talk about anything and everything, sometimes gun-related, sometimes politics. Sometimes it's just funny memes, but it's a really fun group. So if you guys want to be with like-minded people, definitely consider becoming a patron. Join that group. Also, Blown Deadline, he gives away a $300 gift certificate to a lucky patron each month. Also want to thank the $25 Patreons who are Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran 8888, Ryan Morrison, Joe Lyons, Justin Paulson, Jason Anderson, Joshua Hamp, Sportsman's Guide, Daniel Treadwell, Star Wars 77, Dylan Savage, and Melissa Ridings. King of the Patreon is still Jon Snow. He wants me to say, they say nothing beats a Glock. This claim is disputed. It is widely known the operator tickles beats a Glock every time with just her paws. Dave, thank you so much for being my guinea pig. Not a problem. I had fun. My first 25 question episode. And on that note, you better get to packing. In fact, I better get to packing. I have, yes, you know, I've got a lot of stuff to do right now. What are you wearing? What shoes are you bringing? Uh, <laughs> I've got on tennis shoes right now and jeans and a, and a hoodie, but I don't know. I may, I may wear my boots. It's yeah, Texas. I know. I don't really know what to do because... It was raining the last couple of days, but then tomorrow it might be as high as 80 degrees or maybe that's Friday, but then at night it's 45 and everything's outside. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, hmm, what to bring? Yeah. I think I'm going to throw everything in the kitchen sink. So yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we're out of here. We're going to go pack, but thanks so much guys for listening and I'll see you next week. Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.